0: Hello, I am Will Schneider. And I'm Lindsay Smith. Welcome to American History Remix B-Sides. Lindsay, what is a B-Side?
1: A B-Side is a song from the bottom side of a single, back when songs were released on records. It was a song that was released to the public, but usually not included on the album.
0: That's right. We are here to talk about the material we cut from our podcast, but was too important or just too fun to throw away.
1: Yes, and today we discuss Season 2, Episode 4, Early Urbanization, about the environmental and social struggles in the early decades of New York City's urbanization. Will, what did you think of this episode?
0: I liked it. I had a really fun time writing and recording it. I got to talk about class tensions and riots and poop and offal boiling, so I had a really good time. But we didn't cover everything we could have, did we?
1: Oh no. The upper and lower classes fought over what was often called nuisances, a popular term used in the 19th century to describe things and businesses considered by some to be a threat to public history or property values. Nuisance laws often pushed people and businesses out of areas where they didn't fit the vibe.
0: Yes, and we talked about a number of these. Common nuisances in New York were oval boilers and piggeries and loose pigs and horse manure. These were things that the upper and lower classes kind of fought over that caused tension between the classes in New York.
1: Right. And in the same decades of the hog riots and piggery wars, various rabies outbreaks caused panic among New York City residents that blamed the outbreaks on the numerous dogs roaming around the city. Vicious dogs attacking innocent pedestrians made headlines and pushed laws requiring registration and restraint of the city's dogs. Some laws created financial incentives for citizens to kill dogs found roaming the streets without proof of registration.
0: Wow, this sounds terrible.
1: Thousands of dogs died from dog catchers and bounty hunters scouring the streets of New York. The sheer violence witnessed by passersby as dogs were bludgeoned in front of them was traumatizing to many New Yorkers and city visitors. And we don't even know how many of the dogs had rabies.
0: I have a dog, so I'm really glad we cut this material.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing about dogs in antebellum New York City that separated them from other roaming animals like pigs. Dog owners came from every class. Rich and poor residents considered their dogs pets, guard dogs, or hunting companions. They didn't bring in money for their owners like pigs did, but dogs had a cultural attraction that set them apart. Wealthier citizens tended to voice their anger at the laws through newspaper articles and letters to the government, where the less wealthy were more likely to attack dog catchers, people rioted. Then in 1836, nearly 25 years after they started the practice, the city government stopped paying New Yorkers a bounty for dogs killed. And no matter how hard they tried, the government and those citizens terrified by the potentially rabid dogs wandering around failed to clear the streets of dogs. They were far outnumbered by New York's impassioned dog lovers.
0: So this is actually an example of the classes working together towards the same goal. They all wanted to protect their dogs.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: That's, I guess, a positive ending, but this is still horrible, and I'm glad we cut it from our episode. So if you like what you heard today or any other day, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. You can follow us on our social channels. We're on Instagram and Twitter, or you can reach out to us through our website, AmericanHistoryRemix.com. Thanks.